Welcome to the new episode of the Haunted Log Old Time Radio Mystery Theater presents I Love a Mystery. Again? Well, we're going to do the next series called... Well, actually, we're going to skip a series because the next series kind of sucks. And we're going to move on to The Million Dollar Curse. And I think this is from 1949. And it continues off the, th- the adventures of the three friends solving mysteries. I'm Nick, and I'm joined by... Kirk. Ryan. And we're going to listen to the episodes one, two, and three, and be back, and we'll discuss it. Enjoy. The Mutual Broadcasting System presents I Love a Mystery, transcribed. That's all you're doing. Just asking. Yeah, that's all I'm doing. Just asking. When you found out we couldn't get delivery on that plane for two weeks, why'd you go ahead and order it? Because we want an airplane. But there's other airplane factories. Why didn't you tell them to go jump in the lake? Because this is the kind of plane we want. Well, just the same. It looks to me like... Oh, forget it, will you, Doc? We've been over this once. We've been over it a dozen times. Well, I still would like to know what we're going to do in San Diego for two whole weeks. Sit here and like it. Besides, supposing we had the plane. We haven't got any plans. What would we do with it? Well, I could think of something, I bet you. Such as what? Well, how about flying to the Hawaiian Islands? And what would we do after we got to Hawaii? Well, I I hear they got some mighty good-looking hula girls in Hawaii. Oh, nuts. Well, okay, then. Uh, how about a non-stop flight from here to Singapore? Yeah, or Timbuktu. You don't like that either, huh? No, I don't like that either, huh? Well, we ain't been to Central America for quite a spell. Well, now, that's some better. <laughs> you you kind of like that, huh? I don't know. What will we do when we get there? Well, how do we know? There's always something interesting to do in them countries down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I'll say it ain't. There's a lot of hot stuff down yonder besides food. And I don't mean the weather. I wonder what Reggie'd say to Central America. Oh, what the heck? Reggie don't care. If me and you say Central America, then then Reggie says Central America. We'll, uh, we'll have to steer clear of Guatemala. Oh, they probably forgot us by this time. Oh, don't you think they have? And there's one thing I don't want to do, spend the rest of my life in a Central American jail. Boy, boy, do they have filthy hooskows down there. Then it's uh, Central America, sure enough? Yeah, let's sleep on it. No, it sounds good. And here we got to wait two weeks before we can get started. Now, Doc, don't start that again. Hey, where'd Reggie go anyway? <laughs> he said he's going over and sit in the lobby of one of them big hotels and look at the pretty women. Reggie said that? Well, well, I said it and he didn't deny it. Not Reggie. No. I reckon he's over at the airplane plant, keeping an eye on our ship. Now well, that's more like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was saying this morning he's going to see that every bolt and wire that went into our plane is going to be right. Well, he's the boy who can tell. 
I'll bet he's about as popular as a mad dog over there. <laughs> he won't let that worry. What's the idea? Who are you calling now? Same place. Hello? Uh, g- give me room service. Hey, you're not going to eat again. Well, what else is there to do? But this is the fourth time. Hello? Room service? Well, looky. Send up half a dozen fried ham and egg sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, half a dozen. And a quarter milk. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Wait a minute. You want any, Jack? No, I don't want any. Okay, that's all. And don't take all day. Don't you realize at 6 o'clock we'll get down to dinner as soon as Reggie gets here? Well, what the heck? Six sandwiches ain't gonna hurt anybody's appetite. Well, not yours, anyway. Hey, Jack. No? You done any thinking about Maestro or Nashie lately? No. What? Oh, I don't know. I keep feeling kind of bad. The maestro went and got himself sent up for life. He was lucky not to get the gas chamber. Yeah, I suppose so. But I keep seeing his big fat carcasses sitting on a stone bench in one of them little old cells. He wasn't made for that sort of thing. Pretty tough, all right. It's sure swell of you to get nice of that job. Oh, why not? She'd have starved to death without the maestro if somebody hadn't done something for her. Yeah. She sure did depend on him a lot. Dancing in a nightclub up in Hollywood isn't much of a job. Well, just the same, the crowd sure go for her. Well, it's a meal ticket anyway. She's as good as they seem to think she is. Maybe she'll get something better. That poor old maestro. I wonder if he'll try any of his magic tricks up in the big house. Well, open the door. Come on in. Hey, Cap, the door's locked. Oh, hey, Jack, open the door for the waiter, will you? Certainly not. They're your sandwiches. Well, of all the two-tailed sippy cats. Hey, hey, you're going to open this door, ain't you? Well, ain't you got a key? No, I ain't got no key. Oh, okay, I'll get up. Just plain accommodating, ain't you? Well, they're not my sandwiches. Well, don't ask for one, either. <laughs> don't worry. Hey, hey, you're I'm a-coming. Keep your britches on. Oh, thanks, pal. Well, hey, where's the sandwiches? I said, where's the sandwiches? What sandwiches? Well, ain't you the waiter? No, I ain't the waiter. Oh, you ain't, huh? That's right, buddy. I ain't the waiter. You don't say. Sure, I say. And don't neither of you boys bat my eye on account of I'm a torpedo and I'm hot. <laughs> you hear that, Jack? Yeah. I don't see no shooting pistol. What you think this bulge in the coat pocket is? A birthday present. Oh, so you're a torpedo and you got to drop on us. Well, what about it? You got cash? Well, what about it, Jack? We got any cash? Mm, a little. Yeah, we got a little cash, son. And how about shelling out? Oh, I get you now. What do you mean you get me? Well, you're one of these people who advocates the redivision of wealth. I don't get you. No, don't move your hands. I mean you want half of everything we've got. Wrong. I am? You bet. I want all of everything you've got. <laughs> Just a doggone hog. All right, come on, come on. Cut the gab. I'm passing the collection plate. Shell out. Well, now, fella, when you put it like that... Hey, who's that? Probably the waiter with dark sandwiches. Waiter, huh? You let me handle this. And a first mug that speaks out of turn gets hot lead in his sandwiches. You ordered sandwiches? That's right. Bring them in and set them down. Sure. Uh, what kind of sandwiches are they? Fried ham and egg. Yeah? The egg's fried soft. How can you eat a soft egg in a sandwich? Well, what you standing there for? I usually get a tip. Oh, so you want a tip, huh? Yeah. Well, take a tip from me, buddy. Do something about that sore throat. That ain't no sore throat. 
It ain't. No, I had my tonsils cut out and some of my vocal cords come out with them. <laughs> get out. Get out of here. No tip? No tip. No, I am glad I spilled them sandwiches on the floor. <laughs> spilled them on the floor, huh? Well, they don't look spilled to me. Hey, let them sandwiches alone. They're mine. Quiet, buddy. Ham and egg sandwiches are my favorite fruit. Why, blast your ornery hide. Mm, hey, that's good, too. What's that stuff in the bottle? It's a milk, and you leave it be. You drink it? Of course I drink it. Huh. I ain't had no milk since I cut my milk tooth. Almost forgot how it tastes. Jack, are we just going to sit here and let him eat my sandwiches and drink my milk? I am. Well, I ain't, Dad. Blame me. Sit down. Sit down, nothing. Sit down. Or would you rather have a hole in your middle? Jack, don't be a fool. Well, that makes me just plain mad. Ah, that's better. Hey, say, that milk ain't such bad stuff. <laughs> no wonder babies cry for it. Go swell with sandwiches. You, you're going to eat them all? Thanks, Belle. I don't mind if I do. And say, uh, how about ringing downstairs and having them send up some chocolate cake? Well, I'll be doggone if I will. You don't like chocolate cake? No, I don't. Well, I ain't adverse to a slug of coconut cake. Uh, you like coconut cake? No. And I don't like banana cake. What? You don't like banana cake? No, I don't. Oh, that's too bad. Hey, hold it. I'm going to have me another slug of milk. Get him, Doc. You bitch. Hey, hey, hey look out. Hey, Get his gun, Jack. I got it. Now then, get up on your feet. Hey, 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 hey. Cut off the rough stuff, huh? <clears throat> Eat my sandwiches, will you? Hey, you. You shouldn't have knocked him out, Jack. Why not? Well, now we got a body on our hands. Yeah? Well, just open the door. Before? Well, just open it. I'll show you. Uh, uh, yeah, kind of hefty at that. What do you think you're going to do with him? You see that linen closet across the hall? Huh? Oh, I see. You want some help? Uh, no, nope, no. Nope. Just open the closet door. Uh, there. Let him sleep off my sandwiches in there. Yeah. <sighs> I wonder what gave him the idea he could come into our room and hold us up in the first place. Oh, probably just one of them smart operators. Yeah. Well, by the time we get back into our room and clean up a bit, Reggie ought to be here. Yeah, come on. I'm hungry. Hey, Doc. Listen. Doggone. Will you listen to that little old she-girl cry? It's coming from the room right next to ours. You think we ought to do something? I don't know. Yeah, come on. It ain't right to let a little old she-girl cry like that. Well, I guess it won't hurt to rap on the door. Yeah. Try the knob. Hmm. Unlock? Yeah. Uh, open it a crack. Let's see what's going on. We may get our heads knocked off for this. Hey, look. All alone, just laying here on the bed, sobbing her heart out. Yeah. Well, what do we do now? Well, I don't know. I do. Come on in. Who's there? Hello. Who are you? We're from next door. We heard you crying. Is there anything we can do? No. No. Go away. Hey, we can't leave you here crying like go that. Go away if you know what's good for you. Go away. All we want to do is... If you know what's good for you, stay away from me. Why do you keep saying that? It's true. Something horrible happens to every man who knows me. Hey, 
What sort of something? Death. Horrible thing. Oh, I want to die. I want to die. Oh, that's silly. I'm an enemy of society. Killing the things I love. Bringing death to those who try to help me. You do all that? Yes. It's the Richard curse. I'm evil. Evil. Don't touch me. transcribed adventures of Jack, Doc, and Reggie will come to you tomorrow at this same hour. I Love a Mystery, written and directed by Carlton E. Morse, comes to you Monday through Friday, featuring Russell Thorson as Jack, Jim Bowles as Doc Long, and Tony Randall as Reggie York. Frank McCarthy speaking. This program came from New York. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Broadcasting System presents I Love the Mystery. adventure thriller Who are you? What are you doing in my room? I'm Jack Packard. This is Doc Long. Well, I still don't know who you are or what you're doing here. Well, there are three of us. Reggie's out just at the moment. Three men looking for adventure. You mean soldiers of fortune? <laughs> well, not in the ordinary sense, but the term does help to explain us. We like excitement. When we find something that interests us, we go after it. And hearing me crying in my room interested you? Yes. Now, if we can help But you, you can't. We... Nothing will help. But to put an end to my miserable life... Hey, you stop talking like that. You mean you came to this hotel with the intention of taking your own life? Yes. But you're young and beautiful. 
and evil. Hey, what kind of talk is that? There's no use talking about it. Everywhere I go, I spread death and destruction. You, uh, you haven't told us your name yet. Sonny Richards. Sonia, but... But they call me Sonny. Say, that's well. Sonny. You wipe them tears away and Sonny fits you like a paper on the wall. You don't know what you're talking about. You're beautifully dressed. That bracelet on your wrist must have cost a lot of money. Everything about you says money. You must have come from a very wealthy family. There is no family. It's just me. I see. Then you're wealthy in your own right. Money, what good is it? What good when... When... When what? When everything I touch turns to dust and ashes under my fingers. Do you mind explaining? Why should I? Tell us what's wrong and let us decide whether we can help you. It's hopeless. Well, tell us. If we think it's hopeless, we'll walk out of here and let you go ahead and do what you intended to do. You mean that? I promise. Now then, what is it? It... It's the Richard Kurt. What do you mean? Every other generation, it falls on some member of the family... Four generations ago, it was my great aunt, four times removed. Two generations ago, it was my grandmother. It always falls on one of the women. In this generation, it's me. Well, what, uh, what is this Richard curse? The great aunt caused the death of her husband, and then she caused the death of her four children. You mean she murdered Oh, them? no, no, no. She loved them dearly. It was accidental. She was cleaning her husband's gun. And it went off and killed him. And the children were burned to death in their home. She'd locked them in while she was away from the house because they were so little. And when she came back, the house was burned but dark. accident. It's the curse. It's been in the family for, for generations. Well, what about your grandmother? Grandmother was kind and gentle. She wore a little knitted shawl around her shoulders and she spent all her spare time reading her Bible. But she was cursed. When she was a little girl, the first man she loved was thrown from a horse and killed. But that wasn't her fault. Wait. The next man who loved her fell off a cliff to his death. Was she there at the time? No. Well, then, don't you see how silly... And then she married my grandfather. And after my mother and my uncle were born, he... he was drowned. And then when my uncle was 15, she shot him up in a closet to punish him. And he was suffocated. Hey. And it's always been that way. What are the women in every other generation? And now what about you? Well, I... I'm worse than any of them. Maybe. Let's hear it. First it was my mother and father. You was the cause of their death? Yes. I wanted to be a flyer. I learned to pilot a plane... And one day I got... I got them to go up with me. The plane fell? <laughs> they were both killed. No, please. Please try not to cry. Oh, it's all right. I haven't much cry left in me. Here, use my handkerchief. Thank you. You were an only child? Yes. But then about a year ago, I, I became engaged. Phil... We'd only been engaged three months when his car went over a cliff and it... Dead, huh? No. But he was so badly hurt, he'll always be a bedridden cripple. Oh, fella, that's too bad. He would have been better off if he had been killed. But it wasn't your fault. Wait! About six months ago, I began letting Roger come and see me. 
I was still in love with Phil, but I should go out a little. And one night, just as he was leaving my house, he was held up and shot. Did they catch the gunman? No. Any more? Yes. There was an old friend of my father's. He used to visit me sometimes, and about four months ago, he fell down the front steps at my house. And he was hurt so badly that he never recovered. Hey, I'm beginning to think you got something with that curse. I knew you'd believe me. I don't. But there's no other explanation. Things like that don't happen to other people. You weren't connected in any way with any of these things. They're unfortunate, but you've nothing to do with them. You've let them prey on your mind until you've become morbid. Morbid? Yes, you've developed a guilt complex. If that's all... It isn't. Yesterday it happened again. You mean somebody else died because of you? Yes. I was to have had lunch yesterday with Freddy. I'd only met him a week ago. He didn't keep the engagement. So I rang up his home. And do you know what they told me? You know what had happened? What? Suicide. He killed himself with a gun in his bathroom. Sonny, stop it. <laughs> That's funny, isn't it? <laughs> struck me. Well, get hold of yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Cry. It'll do you lots more good. I wish I were dead. I wish I were dead. Jack, this is all. Oh, go away. Go away and let me do what I've got to do. We're not going anywhere. But you promised. I said we'd go if there wasn't anything we could do. Oh, you can't. I'd like to try. Oh, you fools. You fools. Get out of here. Don't you understand? It'll happen to you, too. What do you mean by that? Everybody who comes near me is cursed, and you're the same as dead being in this room with me. Now go away. Go away. I can't bear any more. If we're willing to take that risk, what's it to you? I don't want any more blood on my hands. I can't stand it. Don't you understand? I can't stand it. You can stand it for two weeks, can't you? Two, two weeks? Yes. Give us two weeks to find out what's the matter. Oh, I know what's the matter. Well, maybe you do, maybe you don't. Well, I don't know what you mean. You say the Richard curses on you. All right. Give us two weeks to lay that curse. Oh, you, you, you can't cure a curse. I'll bet money we can. But it's something evil in me. Something evil that will live and die with me. And I say we can kill the curse without killing you. You, you believe that? Certainly I believe it. I believe it so much I'll make you a proposition. What? You give us two weeks to lay your curse, and if we fail by then, we leave you alone to destroy yourself without lifting a finger. Oh, but your own lives are in danger. We'll take that chance. No, no, you mustn't. I'm nothing to you. Hey, wait a minute, sugar. Of course you're something to us. I am. You darn right you are. Well, this here world needs all the pretty little old female girls it can get. I don't understand. But Doc means you're beautiful. But it's always an unforgivable crime to destroy beauty. Is that what you meant? Well, yeah, I didn't say it is pretty, but that's the idea. Put it this way. From the beginning of time, men have fought and died for beauty. It's one of the few things in the world worth fighting for. And you're a beauty. You're worth saving. We think you're worth enough to fight for you. And it's our right and you can't stop us. No one ever said anything like that to me before. Then you agree? Yes. Now, under no circumstances, no matter what happens, you won't try to kill yourself for two weeks. Yes. I promise. Good. Now get up and go in the bathroom and wash the tears off your face. Oh, I know I shouldn't hope. But I do. Go on. Make yourself more beautiful than you are. Oh, thank you. 
Well, you asked for it, fella. What do you mean? Well, you know as well as I do, you can't cure curses. What you think you are, a witch doctor? Curse, huh? Yeah, curse. In the vernacular of Archimedes, nuts. Now, looky, Jack. Six people connected to Sonny had been killed. Five killed, one hurt. But hurt so bad he might as well be dead. Well, what was his name? Phil. Well, you can't tell me that all those folks just happened to die, and all within a year. That does sound fishy. There must be a reason for it. The Richard curse. Something besides the Richard curse. But there ain't no sense to that. They was all accidents. Well, anyway, ways that she couldn't have had nothing to do with. Her papa and mama in the plane crash, her lover fell in the auto crash, one guy shot by a robber and one fell downstairs, and the last one killing himself in his own bathroom. Well, they don't seem to tie together very well, do they? Except for the curse. Now, look, Doc, I want you to stop mentioning that curse business. But, Jack... Especially in front of her. Never mention it. Well, what's the idea? I want her to forget it. Get it out of her mind. It's an unhealthy thought, and she can't have a healthy mind until she gets rid of it. Well, son, all I got to say... Well... Visitors. Good evening, gentlemen. You were looking for something? Yes, Sonny Richard. Sonny? Just a minute, Doc. Who are you? My name is Marks, Leslie Marks. I'm Miss Richard's attorney. Attorney, huh? And the executor of the Richard's estate. I see. Now then, what right have you to question me? Who are you? What are you doing in Sonny's room? We're friends of Miss Richard's. Friends? That's what I said. Hmm. Friends. How long has this been going on? Long enough. Sonny hasn't been having many friends lately. Why not? Apparently you haven't been her friends long enough to hear of the Richard curse. Are you one of the people who's been filling her mind with that sort of nonsense? Pretty serious nonsense. Five people killed, one injured for life. I know all about that. Doc. Yeah? Tell Sonny to come out of the bathroom. Sure, I'll get it. How long have uh, you known that Sonny was in this hotel? I found out 15 minutes ago. I've had private operatives out looking for her ever since she disappeared from home this morning. You know why she came here? So you do know. I suspected. That's why I was so frantic to find her. Marks. There, that's him, Jack. Well, Sonny? Hello, Leslie. I've come to take you home. All right. We're going with you, you know. What's that? Why not? Got the household to myself. Yes, but these men, who are they? What right? We're taking the right. We're Sonny's bodyguard. Well, that's ridiculous. Sonny is your attorney. As Sonny's I... attorney, you can go take a jump at yourself. So, you won't be warned. About what? The Richard curse. Please, Leslie, please. Listen, hey, take your hand off me. If I ever hear you mention that curse again in the presence of Sonny, I'll tear you limb from limb. Now, get out. Look here. Get out. You get your things together, Sonny. We're going home with you. You shouldn't have done that. He won't take that. Shucks, honey. This is only the beginning. Only the beginning. transcribed adventures of Jack, Doc, and Reggie will come to you tomorrow at this same hour. I Love a Mystery, written and directed by Carlton E. Morse, comes to you Monday through Friday, featuring Russell Thorson as Jack, Jim Bowles as Doc Long, and Tony Randall as Reggie York. Frank McCarthy speaking.
Mutual Broadcasting System presents I Love the Mystery. adventure thriller Now then, Sonny, if you're ready, we're going to start taking you apart. Taking me apart? Yeah, see what makes you click. This sounds very desperate. Pull down that other blind over there, Reggie. Quiet. Well, what I mean is I want to know everything you can tell us about yourself. Don't skip the intimate details. They may be important. Important for what? In finding the source of the influence that seems to have surrounded you. You mean the Richard curse? And I refuse to recognize any such thing as a curse. Then what do you call it? I'd say an evil influence. Well, that means the same thing. Well, now then, let's get started on you. Hey, just a minute before you get too serious. Uh-huh. Well, I just want to mention, I think Sonny's just about the prettiest 1949 model female yet. Why, Doc? Well, uh, what is it that you got, honey, that other girls ain't got? Oh, Doc, you're swell. No, honest. When you come downstairs in them lounging pajamas... My heart done a flip-flap. Uh, flip-flop. Huh? Flip-flop, not flip-flap. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm telling you, Sonny, if you ever feel in the mood for some sparking, I'm the red-headed Texan that can fix you up and no holds barred. <laughs> Thank you, Doc. I'll remember. Mm-hmm. Well, now that Doc's got romance off his chest, let's get down to business. Reggie? Yes? I want you to take down names and dates as we come to them. Right home. All right. Now, first, Sonny, I want the names of all the people in any way associated with you. Is that a big order? No, not very. I'm pretty much let alone now. All right, let's begin right here in your own house. Uh, who takes care of you here? Jackson. He's the Negro butler? Yes. His wife is in the kitchen, and I have a Negro chambermaid for the upstairs work. They've been with you a long time? Jackson and his wife have been here ever since I was a little girl, and they're very devoted. The upstairs girl has been here for two years. Now then, uh, what about that attorney fellow who came up to your hotel room? Leslie Marks? Yes, Marks. Well, he and my father were close friends. He's been the family attorney as long as I can remember. That's why father named him executor of his estate until I reached the age of 25. Well, how old are you now? 24. You're, uh, you're fond of Marks? Well, he's been very kind. But he is domineering. He, he has a violent temper. And lately I'm afraid we've quarreled quite a lot. About the estate? Yes. Can you tell us what it was about? Well, I needed extra money over my regular allowance. Quite a lot of extra money. Why? Uh, On account of Phil. Oh, yes. Phil was the man you were engaged to and was injured in that automobile accident. Yes. See, Phil hasn't any money of his own. He was the pro at the golf club. That's how I met him. He taught me to play golf. I see. And so when he was injured, you took it on yourself to pay his hospital expenses? Yes. Everything. And your attorney objected? Yes. He said that I wasn't obligated to take care of Phil... And that as my trustee, he wasn't in a position to give me the extra money. And so we quarreled. He didn't give you any extra money then? Yes, some. But mostly I've had to skimp on my allowance to take care of Phil. Hey, but looky, Sonny. What does this Phil fella have to say about you paying his way? Well, at first he was too ill to realize that 
And then when he did find out, he made a fuss, but now he just seems to be resigned. Well, doesn't Phil have any folks? Only a younger brother, Arthur. He's just past 18, and I... I'm awfully worried about him. Why? Well, since Phil has been hurt, Arthur has had no steadying influence. I've tried to do what I could, but he won't have anything to do with me. He blames Phil's accident on me. And, of course, he's right. You mean the boy actually blames the Richard curse for his brother's auto accident? Yes. Oh. I'd like very much to talk to Arthur. Where can I find him? He lives in a boarding house, 69 Jameson Street. You got that, Reggie? Yes. Who pays his room and board? Uh, I do. Hey, he don't like you, but he'll take money from you. Yes. Uh, great kid, little Arthur. All right, now then, what other business or social contacts have you? No one that's close. Acquaintances at the golf club. That's about all. That is natural. What about men? No. Not now. What a beautiful young woman like you with a fortune in your lap. Should be honorable young men and fortune hunters all over the place. Not anymore. I am attractive and my money is attractive, but the curse has scared them away. The story of this curse actually is as widespread as that? Everyone knows. I say, and everyone believes. What would you believe under the circumstances? Within one year, my mother and father killed, my fiancé crippled for life, one suitor shot outside my door by robbers. An old family friend falls down my front steps and dies. And still another suitor shoots himself to death. Wouldn't that drive you off? Sure. All within a year. The police have investigated each of these deaths, of course. Naturally. No results? No. I think I'll go down and have a look at some of their records tomorrow. You won't find anything. Maybe not. Now then, Sonny, I'm going to make a peculiar request of you. Yes. Are you any sort of an actress? Oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, could you pretend to be uh, more than a little fond of me? I don't understand. Well, you don't have to. But for the next two weeks, I want you to show a lot of interest in me when we're around people. I want us to be seen together. I, I want you happy and smiling. I want you to be very much in love. Oh, I don't know. You'll try? It's important. Very important. Will you? Yes. Except in the presence of Phil... Except Phil. Yes, it would hurt him, and I, I couldn't bear that. All right. I'll take care of that. Naturally, you'd be reserved around him, but there's no reason why I can't show my affection. Oh, but that would hurt him, too. Well, it's only for two weeks. After that, you can explain to him that there was nothing behind it. Well, all right, I'll try. Good. Now then... Phone. I'll get it. Probably Leslie. The attorney? Yes, wondering if I got home all right. Hello? Phil, why aren't you asleep? What? You want me to come to the hospital at this time of night? What? Oh, yes, yes, of course, if it's important. Oh, I see. Oh, hold the wire for just a minute. It's Phil at the hospital. He wants me to come right over. How far is the hospital? Just two blocks across the park. All right, tell him you have company and you'll have to bring us along. Oh, but I... I, I Go ahead, tell him. See what he says anyway. Huh? Hello, Phil. Listen, dear, I have company. And if I come, I'll have to bring them along. Oh, no, no, it's no one you know, but I'd like to have you know them. All right, we'll come right away. Bye. What did he say? He said it was all right. All right, go get something on. Just slip on a fur coat. It isn't far. Jack. Well? Well, what the heck are you taking us all over to the hospital for? For one reason, I don't want to leave Sonny alone. 
The other, I want to meet all of Sonny's acquaintances as fast as possible. This is a good chance to meet Phil. Jack, what's this business about making love Sonny? Yeah, that there's my department. Not this time it isn't. Oh, I get it. When a really pretty girl comes along, me and Reggie's supposed to take a back seat. Well, it's all right with me. No women, no trouble. Well, it ain't all right of me. I'm ready. Well, come on. Let's go. I had Phil put in this hospital because it was so near here. Oh, I must remember to give you all keys to the front door when we get back. Yes, we may need them. Now, which way? Well, here we can cross the street and right through the park. That's the hospital over there with the lights in the windows. Top's lost in the fog. Yes. Another hour or two and the fog will settle down on us like a blanket. Park's not too well lighted. Oh, I know the way. Here, here, this path is a shortcut. Well, Sonny and I will lead. Reggie, you and Doc fall in behind. I don't. Oh, well, I just thought of something. Hmm? I should know something about you three. Phil will be sure to ask me. All right. Uh, well, we're aviators. We're in San Diego now waiting for a plane to be put in condition for us. What, is that true? Yes. Yes, I'll give him the name of the plant if he seems curious. If he wants to know any more, let me do the talking. This is all so curious. I met you less than three hours ago. And here you are closer to me than... Oh. Hey, that, that was a gun. I know what the bullet knocked my hand oh, off. No, no. Doc, Reggie, go after him that way. But, Jack... Don't argue. I'm taking Sonny to the hospital. Right over. That gun, two tails. Oh, you see? It's begun already. Stop talking. Come on, run. But you mustn't... I can't let you... You can't stop me. Here, across the street. If you're killed... Save your breath. Now up the steps. Get inside. Yeah, now we're all right. Which way to the elevator? It's that way. Come on. Oh, oh here, stop there. I can't stand anymore. What floor is still on? Fourth floor. All right. Get in the elevator. Fourth floor, please. You all right now? Yes. Good. What about Doc and Reggie? They can take care of themselves. Out with you. Now, which way? The room right down at the end of the hall. Mm-hmm. Don't... Don't say anything about the shooting to Phil. Well, why not? I haven't told him about it. About any of the tragedies. It might upset him to, to know all that's been going on. All right. That's it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Just walk right in. Is that you, nurse? No, Phil, darling, it's me. Sonny. Sonny? What the deuce are you doing here at this time of night? But Phil... Who's this fellow? This is Jack Packard, Phil. Phil Terry, Jack. How do you do, Terry? He's the one I said was with me when you called. When I called? What are you talking about? But, Phil, you did call. I talked to you. You're crazy. I haven't called anybody tonight. But your voice... I said I haven't called anybody tonight. Then you must have been mistaken, dear. Dear? Who are you calling dear? My Sonny. I'm very fond of her. Oh, you are? Well, I'll have you know Sonny belongs to me. To me, do you hear? Oh, Phil, Phil, don't get so angry. You're trying to steal my girl, are you? Just because I'm a cripple? I'm sorry, Terry. Well, did you ever hear of the Richard curse? Phil! Well, it got me. It got me, see? And it'll get you just the same way. Phil, please! And if the curse doesn't, I will.
further transcribed adventures of Jack, Doc, and Reggie will come to you tomorrow at this same hour. I Love a Mystery, written and directed by Carlton E. Morse, comes to you Monday through Friday, featuring Russell Thorson as Jack, Jim Bowles as Doc Long, and Tony Randall as Reggie York. Frank McCarthy speaking. All right, guys. So I'm going to ask the question. Who do you think did it? Who do you think is behind the curse? The guy that got hit by the car. The uh, fiance, you mean? Phil? The uh, I think it's the, the younger brother. Bro? Oh, Arthur? Yeah. Little shit. Yeah. I, I thought it was either Arthur or um, the lawyer. Leslie? Yeah, I think Phil's too obvious. Let's go into an extreme to paralyze yourself just to try to get the money. The lawyer's going to have the most to gain out of it since he's the executor. Right. And that might be too obvious, too. I don't know. And if you notice the... Sonny is played by Mercedes McCambridge, who played, in the last series we did, she played Cherry. Yes, she did. She did. So it, sometimes it'll, it'll come out, and she'll be doing a Cherry voice occasionally. Yep. yep. But yeah, that's, that's her back. So she's in here a lot. She's one of the, the main um, cast members of the show so she's in here quite a bit yeah this is this has been kind of fun going back and listening to it it's like going back and listening to old friends yeah it's real i'm really enjoying this so when i was listening to it i seem to remember an episode where they find the bum was that episode two when they find the bum in the park yes okay Good, because I kind of spaced out when I was at work, and I couldn't remember if that was episode two or not, because I got to episode three, and I was like, wait a minute, when did that happen? Oh, yeah, probably episode two. Yeah, they have him in, but, in the basement waiting for him to sober up. Yeah. It took him 14 hours, so he was really slosh. He's slosh. <laughs> um, there was one part where Arthur is talking smack to Doc, and that's probably... Doc's defining moment is when the kid pulls a gun on him and he just walks right up to him and he's like, you're not going to shoot. You're just a little wuss, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah. (laughs) He wasn't going to shoot. He's not even looking me in the eye. That's the coolest Doc has ever sounded. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. But yeah, so it's really weird that these these are three friends, and they all know how each other acts. And then all of a sudden, this hot chick walks in the room, and they forget that Jack doesn't like girls. And Doc's all like, what are you doing? When there's a hot girl in the room, automatically she's yours? <laughs> like, how? Yeah, that was funny. E- and when you're listening to it more and more... um. 
it's it's a weird dynamic for those three because they don't seem like they would actually be friends other than just going out and beating people up. Who's the third one? Is Doc and... Uh, Reggie. Reggie. What's his purpose? Doc's the uh, muscle. The other one's the brains. But Reggie's... You never hear anything about Reggie. You, he's the he's lover, man. He's the lover. Well, he, even in the first episode, he, they're like, yeah, he's busy with something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and then all he did was like chase somebody down or something like that or take notes. It's like he's not really. Right. He's the team. Right down word for word. Yeah. Yeah. There was one series dynamic. Yeah. There was one series where they get captured and Reggie's, you know, following them in the car and he beats up like four guys. <laughs> So he does do some things, but it's not in this one. Not yet. Huh. But all right, so next week we're going to do episodes four, five, and six. And it should be more fun. All right, it's been Nick. Kirk. Ryan. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.